Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wall, and this is our nighttime version. You heard I said nighttime version <laughs> of our weekly podcast. Yes, people are up now. That's right. <laughs> and, By the time it comes is, out, though, Joe, it's going to be daytime. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying what was really going on now. Nighttime. And I'm waiting to get That's my PJ after this. Listen, this is like Delilah, right? You know, the easy listening music? Delilah. Oh, my. <laughs> no, goodness. just me? Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Don, that's that part we edit. I love PJ, but we have to edit that part. Sorry. So as I was trying to continue, <laughs> this, bo- <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Plantation and Food Period. This is season three, episode 30. And the lady that sent me solo is back. Welcome, Don. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Oh boy, you make it sound you like look, all look, my you fault. Look, you look wonderful. That was not my no, no, no. fault. You look wonderful. Because you are so busy, <laughs> you just can't. So like I, said, I have to I bow even, down to that. I even work at. I even work at night. <laughs> See that? Yeah. Mm. yeah you don't got to edit that part out. You may, you may not. You may not. You may not. But yours, yes. <laughs> Oh, by the way, if anybody don't know, we're talking to PJ. Welcome back, PJ. Hello, hello. What, what is wrong with Delilah? It's a real, it's it's easy listening music and she takes love songs. But Delilah's deception, I don't know. I just... I ah! <laughs> okay, okay, you were looking at it in a biblical way. I was like, oh, well, never mind, oh. never mind. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast. Yes, this is, this is. My bad, <laughs> my bad. Well, look, let's this, this, this make it official. Welcome back, storyteller Pastor Jennifer. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Now we're fishing. Well, we also like to talk, like uh, to thank our podcast listeners for taking the time out each and every time that they take the time out, whatever it may be, whatever the social media they use, and whatever sermon related questions we want to. You can also get that to us at nine five four three eight eight. 8780. I made a lot of background noise. That must be my wife with the Olympics or something going on. <laughs> Still going on? It's not yeah. You might have to edit that part, but yeah. I heard my wife clapping because I think it's the national, the track and field thing. Oh, is it track and field the finals? Yeah, yeah I'm going to tell my wife she, she, she just messed up a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's move on. <laughs> but, um, we are, as, well, as, as we always do, Don, you know, let's start off with a word of prayer. I'm going to leave that up to you, young lady. All right. Loving Father, we thank you so much for all that you continue to do for us. I pray that as we go through this podcast, that you open our hearts and our minds just to learn more about you, go deeper into your word and really discover how many things you do for us, how many mountains, as we're talking about embracing the mountain, what that really looks like when it comes to dealing with you on a regular basis. Thank you, Lord, for everyone here, all our listeners, and just continue to help us just to be truly close to you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, by the way, before we start, you look good too, Pastor Jim. I want to let everybody know. I oh, want to leave thank you. you. I, got you. I, I can't leave you out as well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. I got my brownie points. I'm back. <laughs> All right, embracing the mountain. Yes, yes. Yes. Embracing the mountain. We've had a lot of embracing. It's like your embracing series. Why mountain now? Initially, I was thinking about the mountaintop experience where, where we're praising and, and how you feel at an accomplishment. And I had, uh, well, I've still been on a high since, since commissioning day. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I realized that this high... In as much as I want it to last, it's not going to last long because we're going to have to descend the mountain, you know, right back into the valley. And then I realized that our mountaintop experiences, the celebratory ones, are few. Mm. Mm. They are few and far between. Um, mm-hmm. well, well, for me, anyway, it seems. And so, and so then I thought, well, can you still... Even if you're on a mountain, um, on a mountaintop in adulation, how, how, 
what else can be a mountain? And when, when I'm thinking about the mountains that we face and are trying to climb, we can, it's easy to experience God on top of the mountain at the top, at the height of an accomplishment. But how do we experience God um, as we're trekking through, through the hard mountains? Mm. Mm. And can we embrace that? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's acceptable in there. Mm. Well, let's go into um, Genesis 22. You were talking about Abraham's test. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what amazed me about this? The similarity of this compared to God's story relationship with Jesus' story with God. Mm-hmm. It has similarities. Yes, it does. You know, um, you made a point that, you know, here he is now. He's going with his son, his only son, Isaac, to Mount Moriah. And, you know, you were mentioning about the offering, the sacrifice, and, you know, his, his, what, what is Isaac, 30, 30 25, years? 30. 30 yeah. mm-hmm. And the father is, is, is right here at the century mark. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, he could have overpowered this man. Oh, yeah. But he didn't. No. And that's why I said to make that similarity to what Jesus did with God. Even though he did say, God, God, take this cup away from me in the, in the garden before, you know, he actually did it. Mm-hmm. I just see so much similarity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why they use, you know, they use this story, too, as a type, a, 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 as a model for yeah. for the model of of God, the father and Jesus, the son. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the thing about it is it's just the fact that this, this trusting as Isaac was, I, 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 he had to know something. He you had know, to. I, I, he had to know. I wish I, you know, you wish you could be like a fly on the wall in the conversations. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, why, D- Dad? How come it's only me going with you to the mountain? I'm, yeah. I'm just surmising what could it be, Father? Why? Why are you just taking me to the mountain? Um, whoa. Why? Why am I holding? But but there had to have been something. There had to have been a conversation there already because he's in agreement to go. He's taking the wood that his father is giving him. And how mm-hmm. ironic it would be that he would know, well, this is the one that I'm going to be laying on. That's true. You know, and it takes a lot. It, it, it takes a relationship. So it, you're pointing to relationship now, the kind of relationship he had with his father, the model, um, the example that Abraham was modeling for his son. And so if he's watching a, a trusting relationship, he had to have a trusting relationship with his father and God in order to trust what his father was about to do. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was saying that he was like this, you know, with that. And then uh, you made a, you made a, another comparison about the here am I bit. Um, you talked about uh, another person in the Bible that mentioned that here I am in the moment of an instant, just to say that. And that was Samuel. Mm-hmm. What, um, or I think what he appeared three times to. To Eli. 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 And again, you know, Eli, Eli is his guardian. So he's like his father. And and he was a he, he was a, a really young man at that time. Yeah. He was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and so there there goes an, another example of, you know, how willing you are to just obey your father, yeah. or be ready to say, "Here I am." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and one last little thing I wanted to add into it: each and every one of them was willing to be a substitute. Mm. Yes. Yes. Each and every one of them was willing to be a substitute. That's 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 just something else with that trust. I mean, I, I you know I don't know about you, Don, but I, I, in this day and time, you know what? I thank God He knew what what time to put us in, what generation to put us in. Mm-hmm. If we could have done, if we could have dealt with that, you know, taking one of your three daughters to go up to, I don't know, Orlando. I, I we're gonna we're gonna go on a ride, sweetie, and guess what? It's a ride that's gonna go to our death. And you're like, and, and the kids are like, just Mom, mm-hmm. why would you, why would you do that? You know, but then they're saying, okay, Mom, we're going. Yeah, but they would say that. That's just to children, but then they're younger. They're I'm younger, amazed yeah. that he is an older son who's very, very obedient to his father, but still, he's like, you know, he knows what a sacrifice means. He knows yeah. that you have to have yes. this and that and the other. He knows all the bits and pieces, but now he has to deal with, wait, it's me. 
Yeah. It's my father that's going to sacrifice me. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of you know if. if 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 they were to delve into into that, that that would make for a lot of counseling. A whole lot. You know? <laughs> a whole lot. Of, I'm I'm look, I'm th- I'm thinking of the literal part. You die and then you get burned. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I, that's a true time I don't want. I know, right? Serious. Wow. God knows best. He does. He does. There was a story I read in relation to this where a guy, oh man, what was his name? A guy, a a guy did do that. I think it was in the 80s. A a guy killed his daughter and he was walking up with his daughter in his arms. And someone questioned him, you know, what what have you done? Mm -hmm. And he was saying, you know, I'm I'm offering, I'm offering her as a sacrifice because you know, then th- then I will be like like Abraham and I will see the provision of God. And they it, back then they placed I think they placed them in a mental institution. But you think about now, if you've kept up with the news lately, there have been several um, several news stories within the last month or two where where parents are within a religion and and they. Yeah. There's there's murders and they're like well you know what happened oh I needed to I needed to get the demons out of my child yeah yeah I've heard that you know mm-hmm. and it, it's 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 crazy <laughs> something else I, I mean I mean all you have to do is pray right exactly <laughs> get a group of people and pray get some prayer warriors yes that's prayer right yeah. that yeah. is right demons will go away then. The mountain. I, I want to come to the mountain and your specific story, but you talked about because we are talking about embracing the mountain. That whatever you are going through, that even if the mountain looks like you just don't fully understand it, that you will just embrace it anyway because you know that God has your back. Yeah, you do that properly. I mean. When you are going through like the hard things you've been through, how do you look at all those different different health situations and deaths in your life and say, well, I embrace these anyway because I know that God has a purpose or a plan or he is allowing me to learn something from this. How do you embrace that when you're going through so much? I look at it as I have done everything in my humanly, humanly, sorry, in my human power. Mm-hmm. I've done everything I could have to, to help the situation. You know, I, I, I flew home. I interceded with the doctors. I, I tried this plan. I fought, I fought this doctor. I fought that doctor. Um, and at the end, you have no control. You really have no control when you have used up all of your resources. And then it should have been from the beginning, you know, God, I give you control this whole way through. But when you have done and when you have stepped and when you have done everything you can and you realize there's nothing else I can do, God, you have led me all this way. Therefore, I just have to just let go. And there's the process right there. Let go. And and for Abraham, oh, I read, I'm not sure if it was Charles Spurgeon or, oh, the, 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 oh, who was the scholar? But he said, Abraham had to learn the difference between trusting the promise and trusting the promiser or the promise keeper. The promise so, keeper, yeah. Right. And we can say, we can put in front of God and say, look, this is what you promised me. And even though he had promised it, what if now, what if now he's seeing ahead and he's saying, oh, that even though I've promised you that, but this, he sees the obstacle that's about to come up in the future. And he's trying to help veer us Mm -hmm. away from that. Or, or, Or he'll put us through that to help us learn even more. But he sees something. And, and he's like, okay, hold on. I may have promised you that, but let me lead you on a different direction because now what we had planned to be good is no longer going to be good. And, and I connect this with with the potter, right? Mm-hmm. When when he's making when he's making the clay, 
Mm-hmm. And then and then he feels the he feels the vessel. Um, there's a mar in the clay and he feels it. And he's like, oh, hold on. That mar is not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and the vessel, he, he doesn't throw the clay away. Now he's going to think, OK, what this but but this this vessel is still usable. Yeah. What can I do with this? Mm-hmm. Um, I see another I see another use for this vessel. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't he doesn't throw away throw it away, but he he keeps it for something better or for something else that we could not have imagined. Hmm. So the promise was always there. Right. You know, mm-hmm. the promise is always there. We just have to trust in the promise keeper. Yeah. So it's an exercise in faith, basically. Right. And, and so as, as we talked about, um, where in the first line of this story, it was a test, but it wasn't a test to produce even more faith. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to add on to what Abraham already knew. Mm-hmm. It was now to reveal what kind of faith he had. Mm-hmm. Because he had, you know, God had poured into him over and over, year after year, decade after decade. Mm-hmm. And so now comes this test and, and, and it's like, okay, well, I've already prepared you. And prepared you and prepared you. Now, what will you do? What will you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Hmm. Joe? Hey, let's go back to the beginning about this shameful taxi cab price gouging guy. Oh, wow. What's up with this dude trying to drive you around the city for over an hour and a half? What the I heck? Don't he, definitely know. he definitely was an Uber or Lyft, thank goodness. Did you have to pay him? Yeah, that we was did. a thirty dollar thing. Yeah, yeah so that thirty dollars. Remember, thirty dollars. Yeah, the thirty dollars. You're talking about over two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's Easily. right. Now, right. And I think, you know, we at first thought that perhaps that's what he was trying to do. But you know, why drive us around through like the dilapidated neighborhoods? Mm, why, why yeah. take us through these places if you don't mean harm? Mm. Right, you could have driven around, driven around the city, driven, you know, yeah, see the where there were lights, mm. you know, and say, oh, I'm, I, we, we don't know, not, we don't know anything about New York. Oh, I'm sorry, there's a block here right now. Let's take mm. you another way. But no, he didn't, mm. and I could, you know, it's just it, it didn't make it didn't help any matter when before they called the cab. They, they, they told my mom, you better be careful because one of our workers just two days ago, we called a cab for her and she was waiting and then she got mugged and stabbed right in front of our doors. That was encouraging. You know, and <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, my mom, my, wow. my mom's like, like, my mom's nope, like, nope, nope. <laughs> uh, mm. wow. oh, but, but you're perfectly safe because, because we know, you know, we know the cab company and these drivers. So we're just, I'm like, do I really need a coat? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but it's those instances. It's those instances, right? You don't have control. I don't have control over that cab driver. I don't know where I am in New York because he supposedly bypassed Manhattan a while back. Mm. I know nothing. This is our first time here, and we always heard horror stories. I'm so sorry to the New Yorkers who are listening, but you know we'd always heard horror stories. So this was playing into the scenario of all the stories what that we heard. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Just, and so, <laughs> no, I mean there was nothing else that we could do. We had no control over him. Right. You know, it was just like, oh, okay, Lord, just you know, my mom's sitting there shaking. She's oh, all muttering all sorts of things in Ilocano, like, oh, you know, we're going to be front page news. <laughs> Say something, do something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, and, and, then, and then the stranger guy that took you to his house with his wife. And is that the one that was doing the subleasing? Yes, this was the guy that was doing the subleasing. That was, was. an experience. That was an experience. Uh, uh, listen, I could only remember. I just remember my, you know, my boyfriend at that time, but Armando saying, Jen, because, because he knew, he, he knew how adventurous my roommates could be. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and cause I told him stories and be like, you guys, what you guys did where, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So now, you know, this was coming to the end of my, 
of my tenure there and they just wanted to do something fun. And he, he just said, you know, don't go home with any old man. Don't trust anybody. You don't know nobody. You don't know anybody in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And that's what we woke up to. This old man literally, see, we, we fell asleep on the chairs. We woke up and he's literally sitting right in front of us with his picture book ready to go. Wow. wow. You know, is it, it's, you know, it's not, you know, one of those like fanned out things, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like, good morning, girls. You know how to, and you know, you think first, you think pedophile, you know, what do you, there's all these things coming to your mind and it didn't help that, you know, my friend so fearless, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. No problem. And then she puts all her stuff in his car while while I'm just saying, hold on, let me use the bathroom first. Oh, (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. I tell you, I remember myself washing my hands. And she walked out, bye, see you in the car. And I'm washing my hands in the restaurant. I'm like, Jesus, I, I have no money. My passport's in the backpack. I don't know what's going to happen. I just i am counting on you to keep us safe. And thank God, luckily, you know. Yeah. Everything worked out. And he is sticking to his wife and cooking and apartment complex. And now he ends up being a tour guide. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I I know. It was so funny because she was Filipino. Oh. And he wow. and, and he was, you know, I don't know, he was English or something, you know, and, and he was just this, this sweet little old man. At first I'm thinking, man, is this a ruse? Are they just playing a ruse? Like happily <laughs> married, you mm-hmm. know, a couple to but but no, I mean he brought us to a proper sublet, like several rooms of of just rooms in, in a building. Oh. Oh. And you know. It that's was God. amazing. That's <laughs> yeah, just it God. Was. That's all that is. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the story. First summer was a totally different story. How about you in that in that car with all the kids and not knowing where you're going? And it sounded like embracing the mountain and da, 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 and you did all of that stuff. And then you came to second service and it was a totally different ballgame. What was the struggle like? Why did you change it? It was my it, it was my fear. I, I knew that the story that God wanted me to do was the one that I did for second service. I knew it. It had been on my mind for the last two weeks. Mm hmm. Hmm. But um, fear, fear, uh, percep- fear of the perception, mm-hmm. you know. Um, oh, how do I say this? Um, some some loving members at church have have said, "Well, how do you handle, or can you even handle school?" and pastoring and um and and what you do going to speak at other churches and you know how do you do that and so and so hearing that and 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 doing it and then now having to say it because you know my thought was I'm going to have to tell people because after commissioning you know the the questions kept coming quicker you know the question the first question is where are you guys going Okay. You know, yeah. um, where were you being moved? Nowhere. We're not being moved anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But every time they ordain people, they move people. Right. And I'm like, no, I have heard nothing unless you know something that I don't know. So right. that has been a really big question over the last month. The next question would be, the next question has been, wow, Pastor Jen, two, two more years. How many more years do you have left of school? Two years. Wow. And then you'll be done with your demon. So there's expectancy. Mm-hmm. And my fear with not saying it is I did not, one, of course, pride, because it was very hard not to feel like a failure. Mm. Even, though I, even though I knew that I had done everything in my own power to stay mm-hmm. um, in the program. There are also people who have their doctorates and, and uh, in our church who are encouraging me. Hey, if you need if you need just a, you know, just encouraging word, I'll let me let me tell you how I did it, you know, mm. and, and, and so it's it's the excitement that everybody has. And now I have to say. Oh, by the way, 
Mm. Yeah. So and so it feels like everything that people have prayed for, hmm. um, the expectation now is not only a letdown for me, hmm. but but is a letdown for the church family. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and and so now my 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 fear was oh I I don't want to say maybe maybe I could just gloss over it and say something along the lines of well I didn't meet the requirements and you know because I chose my family instead this is this was the repercussion but I know that that's not going to satisfy people because mm. they're going to want to know why mm. just think the, about that influence man. Which one? Think, think about that influence. I'm just saying that 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 just the level just. Yes, yes. It's like sliding off. It's like literally falling off the mountain. That's what that's what it is. It's just sliding <laughs> right on off. It is, and so I knew that I I knew that at some point I was going to have to address this, and I was thinking, well, maybe the longer I address it, maybe I can say something next year when people say, "Hey, how's school?" and I'll be like, "Oh." Uh, yeah, oh, yeah well. let me let me tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about, you know, I, I stopped that, you know, last year, but but it was just it was just this this thing where I, I need to say something. I, I need to say something. How do I say it without, you know, letting people down, making myself feel even worse? Hmm. And um, and I struggled with that. And so for the first sermon, I like I said, I knew what I was supposed to do, but I chickened out at the last minute actually no not the last minute i was already thinking last night what are other things <laughs> what are other stories wow that allude to mountains that pertain to me that i can share hmm. and, an and so i was ready with it that's right <laughs> you know i was ready with it and i did it and you know what even up until the point where i was already telling the stories for first service, mm-hmm. I felt that deep disappointment because oh, wow. I knew, I knew that God wanted me to go the other way, mm. but I didn't have enough faith in him or, or, or whatever it was. I didn't have enough courage. Mm. You were just to, unsure. Yeah. To do unsure. it. Yeah. Hmm. And it was after stepping off the platform and I felt, felt a really deep disappointment in myself. Like, okay, God, I, I know I, I, I disappointed you there. I should have done this. And it was, a, it was an odd little prayer. Well, Father, I'm so sorry. I pray, mm-hmm. Lord, that, that, well, that that sermon was something for somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Lord, just give me the courage to do it for the next service. Mm-hmm. But sure enough, someone did. Someone did come up in tears I guess it is what she needed to, she said it, it was what I needed to hear. Can you please pray right now with me and my family? Mm. Um, because right now we are dealing with mountains mm. and, and, and I needed to hear, I wasn't going to watch, uh, I wasn't going to come today, but God led me straight to plantation and this is why. Oh, wow. And so I, you know, so this is me, like we prayed with her. I was like, yeah. I can still stick with these stories. Mm-hmm. And, and, and God was like, no. And Pastor Kevin saw me after we prayed and everyone left the room and then he came back. He's like, you okay? I'm like, mm-hmm. He goes, what's up? What's up? What's wrong? And I told him, I'm struggling. I'm struggling, man. There, there's, I'm struggling with what I'm supposed to preach. But what do you mean? You just preached. I'm like, yeah, but that's not what God wanted. <laughs> that's not the one. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, this, there's something else. Okay, tell me the this. And I told him, he looked at me. He's like, do it. That's a major mountain. Mm -hmm. Do it. And I said, ah, he prayed for me. Mm -hmm. And then I went, I went out to the, to the fellowship hall and I sat there and was just thinking and thinking and thinking. And then I started crying um, during the second, during the second set of, of praise songs. And I said, Lord. I can't do this. Mm. And Armando saw me. He came, he goes, what's wrong? Why are you crying? I'm like, I'm not supposed to preach what I had planned to preach. I'm supposed to, God saw me to tell them this. And he's like, and why can't you? Or is it because you're still angry? Mm. 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 
and are you still fearful of the perception hmm. that people might have? I said, yes. He goes, let's pray and let it go. Oh, wow. You know? Good man. And, good and, man. And, and we did, you know, and he's like, you're good. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess. And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you're good. You're good. <laughs> and then right about that, right about that point, you know, Sister Angela started praying. I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm good. Oh, boy. Well, look at the outcome. Two sets of positive stories. I know. That's a powerful mountain, though. It's a powerful yeah, mountain you know why? That, you... that, that, that makes Mount Everest look like a molehill. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's a lot of work. A lot yeah. of um, yeah. work that you've already put in mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know, for you to be told, well, no, you can't continue is to me was like listening to you. I was like, that's heartbreaking. That's a lot of work you put in already. A lot of assignments and studying and reading and all that kind of stuff. And then to be told, no, you can't continue. It's, it's like, how do you, how do you decide now? Why, why did God open a door? Mm -hmm. and put you on that program and then all of a sudden you're off is that god taking you off that door out of that door and say no we're gonna close it now you can't do it that's what i was struggling with and when when i was talking to the head of the department she um you know because in my talk i i i beg i explain myself mm -hmm. and 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 you know i said you know doc i i'm just trying to see but God opened these doors. Well, what do you mean? And so I told her, and then I said, this is your role in it too. You opened the door when mm. the door wasn't to be opened. Mm. She said, she said, you know, in, in, in our Adventist thinking, we are trained to think that um, when, when God calls, opens a door and he's going to provide every which way and, and then we're going to do it even if it's hard, right? I said, yes. Mm. And she goes, but what if, what if God did that so that you could choose? I'm like, well, I don't understand. She goes, because, you know, you could have still said no. You could have, um, and, and perhaps at that time in your life, you know, you were just new to the ministry and, and you could have said, no, God, I want this journey. But perhaps, perhaps he was trying to see how much you were going to take. So mm -hmm. I didn't agree. I didn't agree at all. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I'm still of the notion that God, you know, opened the door and therefore, and this is why I fought so hard. I, I remember saying it to my professors, saying it to different heads of the department. And, you know, I didn't feel any, what I said was, it's not over until God says it's over. And some of them were, you know, in there listening to me, they're aghast, like, well, what, what if we're saying that it's over? Right. You know, and I said, well, until God says the final thing, then I'm going to keep pushing. Mm. Okay. And these poor, you know, I do feel I, I do feel I do feel a little sorry now for these poor professors because letter after letter, you know, went back, went, went back and forth. And then there was a point where I thought, why am I fighting so hard? Mm. You know, when it's already pointing in one direction. But but what I had told a mentor, I said, I'm not going to rest until I get a letter stating it's done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the final, you know, what's, what's the, the final pink slip? Right. Yeah. Quotes and quotes came. Mm. And and, you know, after I had my good cry, my good cry about it um, and posed it to my mother. She said, we got to look at this a different way because I don't understand it either. But what if, just what if we say that the doors were open and God did open these doors, but what if it was to give you a taste and to let you see how demanding this program is and to, and to fully put the desire in you so that when you're finally fully ready to go, you already know what the expectations are mm. and you can follow through at a, at a clear pace. Mm. God's already pre-preparing you right. for the next step. 
I said, what? So I guess is uh, I guess that you will be a female Moses. Yeah. <laughs> Your promised land is right there in front of you. <laughs> or or maybe never to be entered until yeah, such a time. A glimpse, <laughs> a glimpse and uh, <laughs> time to close the door. I tell you. Serious. So what would you say? So what would you say to someone who is going through a serious mountain and feels like you know same situation? Door is closed. Would, would you tell? And they're saying, you know, why would God do this to me at this point? You know, I would be honest, and I would be honest, and it's not a cliche, but I would be honest and say, one, I don't know. Mm. We can never be fully sure of the reasons why God is putting us, you know, or allowing these these trials to happen. God is a mystery. He is, you know, he, I, I can't, I can't explain away some things, but there are some things where later on down the line, where it be, whether it be weeks or years, mm-hmm. I'll look back and go, Oh, that's yeah, why. <laughs> or, or, or something will happen. And then someone and someone and someone will give me a series of events. And I was always questioning, but why this? Mm-hmm. And then now, now you see it and, and and some some things have just been you know left up in the air why why did my sister die mm. yeah you know i she loved you god she had her own way of living she didn't bother anybody mm. why did she die i can explain why my dad died because there were so many different medical medical health problems with him and it was right. just better that he just slept already Right, right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can't, but, but I can't explain my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, I will never know. And so, eventually what you I will. Would tell, yeah, you will eventually. Eventually, right. Or so, what I tell people is you can never, um, just based on my own experience. And, and I hate it when I say that, because then sometimes people go, well, Pastor Jen, you've had so many experiences. Yes, I have. And, and sometimes it's a blessing. And sometimes I wonder, why me, God? Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, why, why do I have to walk through all these paces? Right. Um, but, but at the same time, I have to tell them, I tell people, we may not understand, but God, and I always lean on this because it's so true. God promises us a future. Mm-hmm. that will prosper us mm-hmm. so how can us. you know how can we say that god is not good he mm-hmm. has a promise mm-hmm. he will keep it but he may not keep it in the ways that we are expecting him to keep it in our own human mind mm-hmm. of course you know? you know just like just like abraham he couldn't wait he mm-hmm. couldn't see how long did he wait for a son i think he he waited 75 years mm-hmm. i believe I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Forgive, forgive the um, the mistake there. He he waited seventy five years for Isaac, but before that, you know, he he's waiting, waiting. I, I don't know, was it the fortieth year, fiftieth year? And he's kind of like, so the son of the promise. Um, let's help God along. <laughs> yep. You know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 when you think about it, um. Ishmael too. He had to be put out of the he had to be put out of the household, and God made His own covenant, you know, or or His own promise mm-hmm. to Ishmael. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Ishmael's fault what his nope. father, nope. what his father and Hagar did. That was that was their own decision. But now he has to pay the price for it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, what are your next steps? Because I know people are going to say, "So, when are you going to do it again?" <laughs> when are you oh. going to up for school? Are you? Gonna, are you going to take yeah. a break? Take a break, and 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 it was, you know, it was it was so cool. Um, then to see what Pastor what what Pastor Rose um, and and our discussions with with now changing of the roles and adding mm-hmm. on of new responsibilities, and I had to really ask myself, I'm like, well, God, is this the reason? Because of with all these new roles, and would I been have been able to do that? Would I be able to do that with school as well? Exactly. Because I didn't, I, you know, honestly, I don't, some people think of ordination as a promotion. I think of it as 
a continuation in your ministry. I, I, but, but what he said to me was now that you have been ordained, now I can appoint you to do these things. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you need to learn these things and, you know, me myself, I'm thinking, Oh, I thought I already knew that. No, I, I guess I, I don't really, I don't really know that. Right. Right. And, and, and so, you know, I thought, okay, God, well, obviously, and, and I really thought about it. And I, I think about my kids and what they have sacrificed. That was a sticking point in one of my letters to the committee. Hmm. Please um, think of, think of not only me, but think of my children. Think of those who have been praying for me on this journey because they'll be losing out too my kids will lose out because they have seen me sacrifice their time or my time with them they've given up so much for me to do this and they've stepped aside and I haven't been to some functions and don't let this be an empty you know an empty thing that just falls and they'll 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 feel well what what was that all about you know that then where were you mommy if, if if this didn't come through mm-hmm. you know and and you know when still the answer is no then I then I had to think all right Lord so is it no because of these new responsibilities but really you know what kept popping into my mind and my my mom said it she said Jen you only have one family that's true one family you have your kids they're going to be, you know, they're, they're going to high school. You know, David's going to be off into college soon. Mm-hmm. And, and one husband who has been unfortunately ill very quickly each yep. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Maybe it's time now. Maybe God is telling you to breathe and rest and focus. Use this time now to put your whole focus because she knew she goes, what is, what are you looking ahead? If, if you, what would this third and fourth year have been? I said, oh, writing, 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 like shutting myself away to, to write those, that dissertation and the assignments. Yeah. And, and she said, see, and would you have been able to pay attention to your family? If, if you had a hard time doing it, you know, now with all the things that we put you through running back and forth to Hawaii, what happens then? Hmm. And you'll, you'll lose your family in the process. Hmm. So, wow. so, so now that your role has changed, I'm telling you, think about your, because that has been on my mind, this worry, you know, this worry. If, I, if I'm in Hawaii and being told that, um, you know, dad is dead, now let's plan, now, now let's plan the funeral. And then all, all of a sudden Armando's like, I'm, I'm getting hospitalized. Uh, are you coming home or, or are you staying? Sure. What do I pick? Who do I pick? Of course, I'm going to pick my family. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and so, but, but could I, could I do that? Could I do that knowing now this year that I would have had literally to fly on campus, no longer a zoom option because they're doing away with it. I'd have to fly to be on campus for nearly a month. Oh, wow. You know, and that was my worry. God, what's going to happen when I need to go in October for, three and a half weeks how are you going to how how are you going to to um watch over my family and 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 so now when all this goes into play honestly you know for for the last six months I've been worrying about my family worrying how it was going to be taken care of Mm. and, and and then now this and and as much as it hurt it hurt so bad it was like a piece of me was so thankful Mm. you know because now that was an answer watch your family this is your first family Mm. your church is your second family and you're being given new responsibility exactly yeah wow 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 okay well pastor did not tell you all i can say is this you know what i think right now you lead any and everybody in the valleys and mountains because you you have them <laughs> you know because i mean just what you tell us but you know what you still embrace it because god is there yes yeah. so I, I i i pride you on that one so 
You know, you have to you have to endure that thorn just a little bit longer. Uh, someone someone called me. One of our members called me to talk about um, this member has the doctorate and was saying after we talked, this member said, you just don't see it, do you? And I said, what? She goes, I know you're disappointed, but do you realize the success you've had this last year and a half? Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah. mm. the the success that I've had? She, she said, Pastor Jen, you've kept your family together. Mm. Through everything that has happened, you've kept the family together. You're doing, 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 doing mm. for everybody else. Who has poured into you? Yeah. And I'm like, well, God, oh, yes, but you successfully have kept your family together and, 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 and have helped to keep the church together. Exactly. She goes, that is success in my book. Yeah, and, cool. I, and I never looked at it that way. I'm like, huh. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And, and when those women at the women's retreat told me, and that killed me too, um, we knew you before you were a pastor, right? Before you were it, it, and, and before you're going to be a doctor mm -hmm. and you, you already changed lives. Then you wow. changed my life before this. Right. Think of what, think of how many lives you're changing now. Something you know, influence. Yeah. yeah, that influence, man. It's true. It's powerful. It's influence, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. So, Pastor Jen, I, I just don't know what to say. But just continue being there because you influence a lot of people. You might not even know a plantation. Just hmm. my people. I mean, I'm gonna just be honest with you. You know, I didn't think of the senior as an ordination. I thought you were already ordained anyway in my book. Oh, thank you. You are. Thank you. you know, those, those are just titles. Hmm. Those are just it titles. You are what you are, and you are you are a pastor. Mm. Oh, thank you. Mm. I mean, I, I well, what I was well, what I was telling Dr. Machado when I found out I was going to get ordained, I'm like, oh, he's like, are you going to tell people your family? And I said, ah. and he goes, why, why? Why do you say it like that? And I said, because I, I think of it as just I was never expecting that. Never thought I'd do that. So why would I make a big deal of it now? <laughs> and he said, hold on, Pastor. I thought the same way you did. In fact, I didn't even invite, he said to me, I didn't even invite some families to my ordination and they got, you know, and they got mad. And then I realized that this is not just, and he takes me by the shoulders. This is not just, this is not just we as your church affirming you for, for who you are and what you are now, the global Association of Seventh-day Adventists acknowledges what you do for the gospel ministry. You can go anywhere in the world with your credentials yeah. and, 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 and be a pastor. Mm. I'm like, huh. He goes, and you know, he said, he said, no, you need to think of it in something different. And I'm trying, I'm trying, you guys, because I've always, I've always thought eh, it's just a, but, but, but there is, there is something else to it. You know, it, it's a whole different type of affirmation. You got that right. That's true. I'll tell you. Oh, well, Don, I'll tell you. Yep. There's one, in, there's only one passage in. That's right. <laughs> I tell you. Well, Don, I don't have anything else. I just, you know, yeah. you hear these stories and things that she yeah. go through, man. You just yeah. have to, you, you have to say, man, man, you know, you just feel encouraged. So encouraged by what this family what this family goes through mm -hmm. and how they are blessing to other people. Mm -hmm. Praise you know? God. Praise God. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Jen. You're As welcome. always, just lead us out in a word of prayer. We appreciate it. All right. Heavenly Father, Lord, sometimes it's hard to say as we live it, Lord, but thank you for the experiences with you on the mountain, Father. So many different mountains. Um that we walk god and still you are you are there you are 
you are with us and you are leading us through. So Father, as we look at the mountain, let us not think of how we should tackle it, but how you are going to tackle it, how, how you are going to either go around or go through, or you're going to move the mountain, Father. Mm -hmm. And as we wait patiently on you, root us, Lord, in you. Continue to take these experiences that will root itself deep into our souls, Father, so we can remember and remember you in all the ways that you have led us as we now face the different mountains in our lives. Mm -hmm. Help us always to be faithful to you, Father, in your name. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor Jen, I understand you're going to be leaving out tomorrow. So yes, yes. Go yourself out there. Who's going with you? Uh, my family, and we're going to get all the, all the pastors there. So my kids are like, is, is, is Pastor Kevin going to come and bring baby Kevin? I'm like, yes, Pastor Rose is going <laughs> to be there. And then now David's like, so all your pastor friends are going to be there. I'm like, oh, brother. Yes, they're all going to be there. <laughs> well, we all wish you a happy, wonderful trip, safe trip journey for yeah. everybody that's going there. Yeah. Thank and, uh, you. And bring, bring us back a good progress report. Thank you. We we'll appreciate you. that. I tell you. Well, um, to listen to Pastor Jennifer Hernandez, full sermon, he's going to plantation, SDA, uh, church YouTube channel or simply go to plantationsda.tv. Also, you can subscribe to YouTube channel to be notified of all the upcoming live stream and programs. And lastly, love it, Don. Well, we have birthdays, we do have birthdays this week, oh, we and do. we have like, um, I think there's about three of them actually, or four. Okay, good. Mm. July 26th is Alyssa Pusina. Okay. Ah. Layton Smith. Layton, okay. And I have a feeling that um because Alyssa and Alex have a birthday apart. So I think hers might be either the 25th or the 27th. Oh okay. wow. We are okay. Alex Pocina. When, when is Pastor Layton again? He's 26. 26. He's a 26. Hmm? 26. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so July 30th is Etza Dulce. Okay. Oh. Dulce. 30th. Where do you get all these birthdays from? Like, do you poll everybody? Facebook. I think it's Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. It's Cassandra. She yeah. keeps up to date with it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's very well with us. Keep all those there. Happy exactly birthday right. to everybody. All right. I made blessings to all. Once again, remember that paradigm shift. We're focusing our purpose. Yes, love yes. Love others. And make, make disciples. disciples.